You're listening to the Junto Podcast, a podcast about leadership, faith, community, and pretty much anything else that you want to talk about. Visit us at www.juntopodcast.com. That's J-U-N-T-O podcast.com. Thanks for stopping by and enjoy the show. First podcast episode of 2024. Thank you for joining us here on the Junto Podcast. You know, another year, a, a fresh start, uh, but we got new things, new things going on, you know, new, new you. New year, new us. <laughs> new us, new year, new us, <laughs> yeah. uh, new conversations, new topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you've ever joined us here, you know that everything we do always revolves back to the perspective of faith. And with that, we're excited to jump in, which will uh, be our first episode of 2024. 2024. And man, we're just excited. You know, we always say that we want this to be an encouragement, if nothing else. Um, and in fact, it was it was really good to hear from some, some friends of ours, some loyal listeners, and just questioning, you know, when are you guys jumping back in? And without further ado, here we we're are. Back. We're back. We're back. And we're back. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what's up? How you doing, girl, Ryan? Good. Much better than we've been in the past couple of weeks. Man, you know, challenging. Winter season brings along its um, sickness and all that. Yeah. It lasted for a while, but we're good. We are good. Thankful Thank for you. being good. Yes. Yeah, and if you can see, we are twinsies today. You know, super excited. This weekend was uh, a weekend where we celebrated 35 years of ministry at Victory Church. So uh, awesome. we decided just to, to be twins today on the podcast. If you're watching, if you're listening, it doesn't matter. But just imagine blue shirts <laughs> with the Victory logo on it. Blue shirts, uh, 35 years. <laughs> 35 yes. years. Uh, not the and vic- they're nice and soft. Yeah. Really soft. Really nice. We, deba- in it. we debated if we should change. We were like, nah, let's just, <clears throat> let's just roll with it and represent. Mm-hmm. Amen. So It's good. Very good stuff. Well, you know, as always, a lot of our conversations really hinge, not hinge, but they always seem to find their way around mental health or maybe mm-hmm. even how we operate as humans, the mind, consciousness, spirituality, all of those things. And with that, we thought it would be good to start out 2024, not only by setting some goals, but, you know, there's a song by Ziggy Marley that I really like. You probably, do you remember this? It got to be true to myself. Oh, yeah. Got to be. And yeah, it's good. In that vein, we were like, you know what? So much and so many people think they're Mm self-aware, but really aren't. So today we're going to spend a few minutes just talking about really what it is to be self-aware. We're going to reference an article and look at some practical questions that can help us audit our Mm -hmm. self-awareness. But before I do, let let me ask you, if you had to put it on a scale, realistically, on a scale of 1 to 10... 10 being the most self-aware, one being clueless about yourself. What would you say you are? Gosh, you know, that's hard to gauge because I feel like I probably think that I'm more self-aware than I actually am. So my answer is not going to be accurate, but I would say probably I feel like six-ish would be fair to say. Maybe seven. Maybe seven. But then again, maybe deceiving myself. Yeah. With that, you know. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I I think, um, yeah, I'm trying to think about me. I, I guess I would gauge it about six or seven. I don't know. I'm pretty, 
Maybe five. Five? No, I, th- I was thinking maybe more eight. Ah, oh, gosh. <laughs> I see. I'm thinking that I, I, I do have uh, a deep awareness of how jacked up and broken that I, in fact, am. Um, mm. So anyway, you can see here, if you're listening to this, do, that, do the same thing. You know, think about that. And it's interesting to see... Mm-hmm. What others say, because, you know, just mm-hmm. listening to you, you, you probably mm-hmm. say I'm less <laughs> self-aware than I am. And yeah. that's why we, I mean, we just admitted why this yeah. is important, being and self-aware. It's actually, we're going to go into that here in a little bit about, you know, there's there's two sides to the self-awareness. Yes. The internal and external and what others perceive. So, wow, you know, that's the one probably that we're more off with our rating, I would think. What, in the way others perceive us? Yeah, the way that we think others perceive us, and then maybe actually the way that they actually do. That is true. You know, I want you to think about this. Rate yourself um, at the beginning of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Rate what you think you are. Do it now. Think about Mm -hmm. that number. We're going to give you five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. And you've sure. rated yourself. And maybe as we go through uh, through this podcast and we uh, look at some of the questions that mm-hmm. are suggested to ask yourself in terms of examining the self-awareness, and it breaks it down mm-hmm. into different, like there's emotional self-awareness mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, awareness about how others perceive. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe that answer will change when we're done with this conversation. Yeah. But nonetheless, I, that's interesting mm-hmm. to see. And to think about. Yeah, so, very definitely, cool. Definitely. You know, I'm one of those people who I'll have an encounter with someone and I'll think about it after, like, I, what did I say? Mm-hmm. Why did I say that? Did he or she, did she think that this is what I meant? What did she think I Gosh. meant by that? And then you think about, you know, how you said something, not only what you said, but how you said it. And then texting is even worse. Well, you brought that up. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say, this is why I hate texting so much. I'm not a texter. Like for some people. You can't put the emotion. Some people, that's their preferred form of communication. Like you're a texter. You love it. I I hate it. I despise (laughs) it. I'd rather call you and talk to you. Like for instance, oh gosh, we are so different. You're a person that loves to order on the app, mm-hmm. you you like texting. And really what yeah. it results from is that the less human interaction you have, the better. <laughs> right. Well, I feel like I can get everything out that I need to get out without any type of, you know, distraction or someone saying something and then it's messing me up. Like, I want to get my information out. Man. Then you can respond. <laughs> we are the exact opposite. Uh, you know, let's say, for instance, we have a customer service issue. Heather would rather chat with somebody or just send an email. Mm-hmm. Yes. Me, yeah, I yeah. want to talk to a person, and here's why. <laughs> Y'all, my dad, you, dad taught me a long time ago, you never know. Sometimes there are things that you can just get by talking with a mm-hmm. person yeah. that you're not going to get in an online interaction. So gotcha. for me, I'd rather call someone. I'd rather talk. Yeah. And also, I do feel like there is less room for error because mm, yeah. I feel like I can communicate clearly with my yeah. mouth as opposed <laughs> to maybe it not. And to me, I can type or write it and express it more than I can with my mouth face to face. Right, but then Audibly. I feel like there is room for like how did someone receive that? Mm-hmm. Even if you yeah. feel like yeah, you yeah, got yeah. it out the way. So anyways, right. guys, you see why we're talking about <laughs> self-awareness 
and why it's important. So yeah. I think we proved why this topic is uh, very important. Yeah, so it is. 2024. 2024. Come on. Here we go. Yeah. Love it. So we're talking about self-awareness. Um, let's actually talk about what that means. Let's do to that. Someone who, you know, That's, may not have a clue. That's correct. About um, what that means. Do you have it? Or actually, I had it. You got it. Okay. Self-awareness. So let's talk about the definition. I like definitions. Yes, that's very practical. Yes. Self-awareness is the conscious knowledge of one's own character, mm. feelings, motives, and desires. Wow. It is the ability to reflect on oneself and recognize patterns in one's thoughts, behaviors, and emotions. Through self-awareness, individuals can understand their strengths, weaknesses, and how they are perceived by others. Wow, strengths, weaknesses, and how they are mm. perceived by others. Yes. Yeah. First of all, you know, I think if we're being honest, I think we've probably all met people that are not self-aware mm. at all. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And then it's like, oh my go gosh. Life. Yes. Bless them. And then you wonder, do how do they see themselves? <laughs> Like, do they think in their mind? Are they? Do they have any type of self awareness? Right. Whatsoever, do they know just, that they're unaware? It's the lack thereof. It's very interesting. And then yes. here's an even crazier thought. Sometimes I think, wow, what if that's me? Like, what? If, I know. What if? What if that's how people perceive? Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like this weird true. mind it's game. True. It uh, is, which is crazy. It can um, mess you up. You can get lost in all those thoughts and. Yeah. You know, I do think, though, there are some practical things or even some shared traits, things you can do to ensure that you're not living with a lack of awareness about yourself or about situations or about other people. And the older I get, the more important this stuff becomes, um, because I was very passive, I guess, for a long period of time, just when it came to being not a yes person, but maybe I wasn't. Uh, assertive enough to put my own opinions out there mm-hmm. or to tell the truth to someone, even if, because sometimes the truth can hurt because someone. Of how, yeah. Cause you don't want to hurt. Someone. You don't want to hurt, you, you know, have conflict. Don't want to start something. But the older I get, the more I appreciate that, you know, I'm mm-hmm. a big Jordan Peterson fan just when it comes to uh, psychology and things of that nature. So yeah. very, very important that we, that we're not only self-aware, but that we're operating, man, just telling telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, we always say truth and love. Truth and love. That's mm-hmm. it. That's truth exactly right. So I think there's a good balance. There's a good balance between being self-aware for the sake of others and yourself. Yeah. And then, you know, you go to the extreme of thinking about it too much and then just wearing yourself out with wondering how am I being perceived? Right, right. You know, what do other people think about me? I think you have to, you got to find that balance. That's it. That's it. It's not like you, you live and just completely worried about, yeah, but that's miserable. Right. That is extremely miserable. And I love how you, how you put that, but listen, listen to this. This is from an article, uh, bigselfschool.com. And the title of the particular article is 60 Deep Questions to Ask Yourself If You Want to Be Self-Aware. Now, what is self-awareness and why should you care? Well, let me read this to you verbatim. It says, self-awareness is such a a buzzword these days. We throw it around as if it was obvious what it means. But different people may have very different ideas about it. On top, it's easy to believe you're self-aware even when you're not. 
Um, it mentioned someone here, it says, who's been researching this topic for decades, and they found out that most people in their studies assess themselves as self-aware that only 10 to 15% of those surveyed in the study were mm-hmm. actually right. Actually self-aware. They were actually self-aware. And it's a very small percentage yeah. um, when it comes to... Wow. Uh, when it comes to that. So one reason for this, according to Urich, and I believe the, the name was Tasha Urich, says one reason this is so is that there are two sides of self-awareness. Often people develop just one without concern for the other. And she go or this particular author goes on to talk about internal self-awareness. You want me to go into those? Yes, let's do that. Okay. Perfect timing. So internal self-awareness represents how clearly we see our own values, passions, aspiration, aspirations. So you messed up too. I fit with it. our environment, yes. reactions, our thoughts. So for, I think most people have some sense of their internal, the way they feel, yeah. their emotions, you know, their likes and dislikes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the easy one. Right. The hard one is the external self-awareness means understanding how other people view you in terms of the factors that were listed above, like your strengths and your behaviors and um, those weaknesses. So we're very aware of these things within us, but then there's also that aspect of, okay, how do other people see those things in us? Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Crazy stuff. So right. right off the bat, we've determined when it comes to self-awareness, internal and external. Pretty simple, pretty simple concepts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, you could be heavy uh, in self-awareness in one of those and absolutely clueless in the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just depends on kind of what you think. But it kind of seems like it would almost be, I don't know, it seems like you would have to be a little aware of the internal to be aware of, of the external. Yeah. Does that got, make sense? You've got to. I, th- I feel like the internal comes more naturally right, to most right, of right. us anyway. Because, let's be honest, most of us as human beings, our nature is us. How do we feel? It's all about What's us. What's going on with me? How does this affect me? There's do no I one else. like this? Do I not like this? You know, we're pretty self-centered even when we strive to not be, I feel like we still are. Because, I mean, come on, it's natural. That's when it. something bugs you, you feel it. When That's right. When you like something, you feel it. Yeah. Like our emotions, like we're pretty aware of what's going on with ourselves. Now, other people, that's another thing. Sometimes we are unaware and miss, at, miss the opportunities to... Um, like, help each other out. Like, what's right, going on with right. you? I sense something happening. Something's, you know, we miss on, out on that because of our own, you know, we're yeah. selfish. Well, it's kind of like at church, too. Like, <laughs> when we talk about a pastor preaching or something, and instead of taking in what the pastor's saying and internalizing oh, that for ourselves, <laughs> we're sitting here thinking, oh, man, I wish so-and-so was here so oh, they could they hear that. they should have been here yeah. to hear that one, yeah. Because <laughs> they're just like that. Right. Isn't it wild how yeah. sometimes we can completely miss mm-hmm. our own <laughs> or we can miss applying something to ourselves <laughs> yeah. because we're thinking about how that other... Oh, Another person needs it and should have heard it. It's that whole concept of, you know, looking at the speck in your brother's eye when you got the log in your own. And the Bible, you know, that's the word. That's a lot easier to look at someone else's flaws and weaknesses and point them out and say, 
well, this is how they need to fix that. That's it. Then it is to say, well, I have this issue within myself. I need to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. So good stuff. Good stuff. (laughs) And so these are 60 questions that you can ask if you want to become more self-aware. Now, maybe you're setting goals. It's the beginning of 2024. You want to set some goals. For me, you know, it's not just about setting financial, which uh, I try to do emotional, spiritual, financial. I try to do something in each of those categories. <clears throat> Nothing that's unattainable, but small goals. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe you want to make self-awareness part of your overarching 2024 goals. These are some good, good conversation starters. And I like this because it gives us 60 questions, but it breaks it down into three different categories, 20 questions in each, and we're not going to read all of them, but we'll read some from each category. But it talks about emotional awareness and accurate self-assessment, and then one for building self-confidence. So um, different categories all pertaining to self-awareness, questions that you can ask about yourself. Now, I know you're going to be tempted when you read these. You're going to be thinking about other people mm-hmm. and how much they need this, but apply this I'll try to not yourself. to do that for you. Yeah, you put me That's at a five. Girl, <laughs> homegirl put me at a five, yo. What is up it with that? It was a hat? joke. No, no, no. That was real. It was a joke. That was real. Yeah. All right. Without Sorry further ado, we're going to spend okay. the next few minutes as we talk about self-awareness. Gosh, some of these are going to hit you. Some hit of the, me some of, or hit no, you? Us as, okay. as people. <clears throat> well, for me personally, I don't know. It's going to make you dig deep and oof. Yeah. sometimes I don't like to do that. <laughs> well, why don't yeah. we start out with uh, the emotional awareness okay. section, and I'll yep. let you start. Any okay. questions? What, what's something you can ask? Yeah, well, that first one hit me at like, come on, man. Who are you most jealous of and why? Jeez. Wow. The why is really make you think. Wow. And and set you set you straight on the inside. Goodness. Man, you know, and this category <clears throat> is all of these deal with emotional awareness. It's so crazy that that would be the first question. Who are you most jealous Gosh. of? And why? What that, is it? That's a, one of those that you don't want. I mean, you don't want anybody else to know. But right. You, of course, it affects you. Of course, there are things that you get jealous about. Yeah. You know. But then again, but you the ask why? yourself, why? Why am I jealous Gosh. of this person? Do they have something yeah. that you want? Is yeah. it a personality trait that they have that you don't have? Mm-hmm. Is it the ability to speak to people? Do they have a, a little PYT <laughs> and you don't? <laughs> Or maybe they got a good-looking husband, oh, yeah. ladies, yeah. or something like that. Material things. Material Their things. Home. Boat. Yes. Car. You always talk about a boat. It's because mm. I don't have one. We've had one. Two. I need another one. No. Lord, help us. Well, you know boat stands for bust out another thousand, but yes, who's exactly. paying attention? But know. yeah, that's a that's a deep one, and that's that's really... You know, and these questions aren't to make you feel bad about yourself. No, no. But these are to be introspective. It is. It is. And to be honest with yourself. It's for growth. It's not for some, you, no one else. It's for you. That's it. So. I love that. So yeah. think about that. Who are you most jealous of and why? Put pen mm-hmm. to paper. Think about that. Uh, hey, and who knows? So the second one mm-hmm. is another one. Man. How comfortable are you talking about your feelings 
and with whom. Think about that. Mm. Do you have anyone that you can open up to? Do you have a friend, a pastor, a spouse? Y'all, mm. look, look. just because you're married don't mean... Y'all, there yeah, are there are you marriage... open and honest about everything. Boom. All your feelings. That's it. Yeah. That's crazy. So think it about is. that. It How is. comfortable are you talking about your feelings and with whom? So maybe that's not a strong suit of yours. Maybe that's a real challenge, mm-hmm. talking about your feelings. Maybe you don't like going to those deep places. A lot of people don't because it's... It's, it's uh, painful. Yeah, and you don't want to deal with it. It's like, now just keep it, push it down. Right. What good is it to bring up those feelings, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. So... Very good stuff. We're off to a great start here. Yeah, good, good, deep questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's the next one you got? Um, and this kind of goes along with that. How do you handle difficult but necessary conversations? Mm. Wow. Wow. I've actually had some, um, you know, some conversations lately about needing to have those difficult conversations. And the person I was talking to said, well, it's awkward. It's weird. I'm like, I know, but it's life. And... Nothing changes if nothing changes. That's it. So that is that is hard. You know, a lot of times I you know, I think about bad relationships and how how things or how oftentimes we just let things go for so long. Mm -hmm. We put up with Mm -hmm. behaviors or things just because we don't want to confront it. It's too much trouble. It's too too much trouble. So yeah, we just end up well, I'll just deal with it. with it. It is what it is. Right. Gosh. Right. And then years down the, the road, a bomb goes off because it's never been dealt with and just gotten bigger and bigger and the resentment got worse and worse. Oh, man. And then it's the atomic it's not good. emotional bomb, the emotional atomic yeah, it's bomb. Like a, it's like, oh, well, what happened? That person went crazy. They went cray-cray. Right. It's because there was a mounting situation that could have been handled when it Man. wasn't such so big. You ain't kidding. I got worse and worse, yeah. Good stuff. Think about that, right? Well, folks, they, you know, like to stick their head in the sand and like, okay, it'll go away. No, it's not going to go away. It's you know, not. it's that whole it's that whole premise or concept that ignorance is bliss. Mm, you know, yeah. people, to a large degree, would just rather be <laughs> ignorant about it or pretend it's not happening mm-hmm. because once they acknowledge it, then they yeah. have to deal with it. They have to realize it's there. It's work. It's work. It's work. That's it. So, man, yeah. these are these are big emotional. Yeah, it's good. Oh, stuff. These things are coming out swinging, aren't they? Mm-hmm. All right. The next one is this. Think about this as you're setting goals, as you're walking through life. Mm-hmm. What demotivates you? And what helps you regain motivation after you lose it, you know? Gosh. I think about that when it comes to work life or <clears throat> physical exercise, things of that mm-hmm. nature, spirituality mm-hmm. even, uh, being uh, in ministry and just uh, trying to put out, even with this podcast, you know, mm-hmm. what motivates, yeah. what what demotivates you, and then what do you do again to find that motivation? Mm-hmm. So... Good stuff. Sometimes we there's nothing out there that's motivating you, and sometimes you have to. You got to motivate yourself. You got to pull it from somewhere. You somewhere. Got to get on the stick, and you know, because life is happening. Life needs to happen. Yeah. Get out there and do it. You know. Sometimes we have to be our biggest cheerleader. That's it. For some people, you know. 
And the reality of it is we're all going to get stuck in a rut. Mm -hmm. We're all going to have bad days. You know, we're all going to feel like... Weeks, months, whatever. We're going to live with doubt. We're going to live with insecurity. We're going to let things... And, you know, I think all of these questions are a little bit related. I'm thinking about how... Question number one was, who are you jealous of and why? Well, guess what? Sometimes those things can be big demotivators. Oh, yeah. You get jealous and you're thinking about everything you don't have and you begin to sulk. And, you're you stuck know, in a rut. You're stuck in a mm-hmm. rut. And then, so what are you going to do? What What are Flip you going to do? Flip that thing. Be like, okay, is that what you want? What is your goal? Is that something that you want to strive for? Yeah. Let the, Instead of that paralyzing you and keeping you from doing absolutely nothing, let it motivate you to work towards it. Wow. Be a goal. That's it. Write those things out so you can see them. Put it somewhere. That's right. You know, acknowledge it and work on it. You preaching, girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. <laughs> if it's worth it, it takes work. Come on, preach. <laughs> what you got? What's next? All right. Um, what is your definition of happiness? Gotcha. Now, this says happiness. So, I know we talk a lot about being happy but then there's also that pure joy. Yeah. I think that's two different things. Oh, it's definitely two different things. So right here is asking, things. what is your definition of happiness? You know. Well, and I'm going to go directly and follow that up because the question directly after that, it says, in what ways are you preventing your own happiness? Mm. So you have to define happiness. And mm. I equate happiness to just a purely emotional thing, whereas mm-hmm. joy is mm-hmm. joy is something that's much deeper. Joy comes from the inside, from the heart. Lasting. Exactly. Um, so, mm-hmm. so what makes you happy? And then think about that. And and then what is preventing you from being happy right now? Mm-hmm. You maybe it's the next step in a relationship. You know, maybe you are not putting back money. Maybe it's you just can't get your diet right. You know, mm-hmm. you've been trying. You've been trying to eat good. You've been trying to. Uh, it could be any number of things. But what mm-hmm. is? What are you doing to prevent it? And then how can you flip that? Mm-hmm. How can you take control of that thing? Mm-hmm. I think about you know if if we think go back ten years, we would have been married what eleven years, mm-hmm. ten years ago, and answering that question then. Oh man! And then answering it now, and the difference after living. 10 years of life and having 10 years of life experience. Yeah, yeah. I think the older we get, the more meaningful happiness becomes. Oh, man, that's right. Yeah. You know, because we can see the difference of what I thought would make me happy back then. And now look at me where I am and all that I have. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I think it changes as we And realizing that those things are not the thing that brought ultimate happiness. Right. Now, we may not have achieved everything that our younger selves would have wanted or hoped for. Thank goodness, probably. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) But we've achieved enough to know that uh, it's not the material things that bring happiness. You know, it's the relationships. Mm -hmm. It's the joy. It's Mm -hmm. the serving others. Mm -hmm. Come on. Mm -hmm. You know, putting others first. It's the real meaningful, Mm -hmm. man, the real meaningful relationships that we have, the people that we do life with because you know i think we could do without so much that we have and still be just as happy exactly you know when when it comes to material things we Mm -hmm. could do away with a lot of those Mm -hmm. things and i would love to i would love to simplify and just i think back to when you know we had our box when we first got married yeah we called it a box 900 something square feet yeah 
tiny. And life was simple back then. It really was. And the house was, for the most part, pretty clean and easy to clean. It was small. Like, it wasn't <laughs> a lot of room. No, but, but it you was know what? clean. And <laughs> that payment was small, too, yo. Oh, that payment was amazing. I'd love to have that payment back. <laughs> right. Hallelujah. I just think back to, okay, what can we scale back in our life that is causing us to be overwhelmed yeah. and to be stuck in a rut? Because I can get, when I think of, okay, let's go with, you know, house and organization in that situation. And I think about the things that I need to do that are extra and above the everyday maintenance you know, kitchen, but there's always something that's above and beyond and it yeah. gets overwhelming. And then I'm like, you know what? Forget it. I'm never going to have that under control. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it there and yeah. it's just going to be what it is. That's right. But in the back of my mind, it's still there. It's still driving me crazy. Yeah. No, so, I know. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know where that came from, but. But no, it's, you needed to get that. You see, you're becoming more self-aware. You needed to get that yeah. out there. So now it's out to the earth. Yes. (laughs) Those feelings coming up. (laughs) So good deal. Well, let's move on. Those were were questions for emotional Emotional awareness. awareness. Let's move on to some questions for accurate self-assessment. Accurate Mm. self-assessment. So I'll start out Mm -hmm. with this. The first question under this particular category is, what positive qualities do you bring into your close relationships? Mm. Like what do you what do you bring into the table with your close relationship to your spouse, Goodness. to your children, to your coworkers, uh, if you're a boss or a manager, mm-hmm. to those that you manage and lead? What positive qualities wow. are you bringing into those relationships? Gosh, sometimes those are the hardest questions mm, mm, for mm. me. I don't like answering questions about myself. Not not the I don't know. Sometimes See, it's girl, hard to you're be, gonna be so self aware when we're done with this. You're gonna be like, man. And I never do. <laughs> I, I, I never, never do. Now I know. Right. Sometimes it's hard to be positive about yourself and list positive qualities about yourself. Like you want other people to see that and to be aware of those. But when you to actually sit and process yeah. what you feel like you positively bring to someone else, I don't know. Yeah. But the reality is, is that there are things we all bring that are positive yeah. to to our close relationships. Now, when I when I think of close relationships, you know, we're talking kids, spouses, mom, dad. Mm-hmm. You know, those are super folks super, you're with every day. Right, right. What are the positive things? And then look, if you're if that is a short list, <laughs> when you end up auditing those things, that's an opportunity, opportunity. for you to change, mm-hmm. right? So you audit yeah. those things, you write them down, you think mm-hmm. about it, and it, you know. If there's not much there, come on, that's an opportunity to expand on Everyone things. can start with something. That's exactly Everyone right. Everyone has something that they bring to the table, regardless. And you can think about things you like to be. You can think about the type of person that you would like to be to those people mm-hmm. and how you want to be perceived by them. So, Or even if you're having a hard time, ask someone oh, who man. you are in relationship with. That's good. You know, because a lot of times it is easier for someone else to... To tell you, you know, I don't know. Right. No, that's good, girl. Hmm? Every now and then you got a little nugget. Every now and then I have a nugget. I mean, I'm just saying. You got nuggets. It's a juicy chicken nugget. Juicy chicken. (laughs) Go for it. All right. 
What skills do you want to learn in the next five years? Mm. This is definitely a goal-oriented one. I like that. I like that. What skills? Yeah. I've, definitely, I've got some other skills that I would like, that I need to mm-hmm. work on, I feel like. Well, what I, could. I <clears throat> and what I like about this question, it uh, immediately just by asking it, it makes the assumption that you don't know everything. You know what I'm saying? A lot of mm. times people that are very unself-aware, they know everything. They're not teachable. You ever met somebody that you could you could say, well, I did this. Oh, yeah, we did that. Yeah. You know, like everything yeah. that have you... Have an immediate... They have an experience with that. They've done it all. You. They've done absolutely everything. <laughs> you know, you can't tell them nothing. They've seen it all. Even if they hadn't seen it, you'd start to wonder, are y'all just lying? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's that type of person that's not teachable. They're already going to done it. Yeah. They know about it. And it's just There's like... There's nothing more they could possibly learn from someone else. <laughs> right. No. Exactly. Gosh, yes. Don't be that person, y'all. I'm, I'm trying not to have and these it, names listen. pop in my head. Like, stop. Get out of there. Get out. And I'll say this. <laughs> if I'm ever that person, you're hearing it right oh, now. Oh, I'll tell you. Please, somebody I stop try, me. I try to tell you sometimes about things. I'm teachable. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You More so, yeah. Now I'm teachable. More so now See? than you used to be. Yeah, we all are. <laughs> We're just going to turn into a counseling Whee! session real quick. Y'all got to hear yep. marriage therapy. Yes. Perfect. All right. Is it my turn or your turn? I think I did the last one. You go ahead. Okay. Okay. So here's an interesting one. In what ways are you contributing to your family, organization, or community? Remember I said uh, earlier that serving someone, you know, being mm-hmm. being someone who serves is very fulfilling. So think about that. Are you someone who serves? How are you serving your... Who are you serving? Are you serving anyone other than yourself? Right. Ask that question. Lord. I think we could all do a little bit more service to others. Yeah. In but any that's, capacity. That's interesting. In what ways are you contributing to your yeah. family, organization, or community? So think about that. Yeah. It doesn't have to be big. You don't have to have this big, huge service project. None of these are mind-blowing. You can serve someone in the simplest, easiest that's it, way. Man. There are... Go out your door. Something will hit you. Yeah. I mean, there's everybody needs help every now and then. We all need somebody and to lean on. And everybody is able to. Yeah. I'm just saying. Everybody has the capacity to help someone else. It's Come true. on now. It's true. We have too much to not. Too much. Yeah. We should be looking for opportunities for that. And that is the quickest way to feel better about yourself and forget about your trouble Amen. and your problems. That's that exactly right. Serve someone else. Very good. Yeah. All right. What's the next one in this category? Let's oh. make this the last one in this category. Oh, gosh. So I got to pick up. Mm. Well, yeah, we just got to move Ooh. to that. Okay. Here's one. And y'all, it's another one that's going to hit gosh. you. It hits everybody. Come on. Do you have any addictions and what are they? Wow. If we are real with ourselves, like for real, we all are addicted to something or some things. Come on, that steal our time, maybe even our joy, yeah. maybe even our steal our opportunities for us to serve other people. Come on. The prophet Robert Palmer said, "Might as well face it. I'm addicted to love." Oh, I'm is just that your addiction. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that's funny, uh, but yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. We all got a flavor. We all got mm-hmm. a proclivity. Mm-hmm. We all have a taste. Something mm-hmm. that's a challenge for you us. Can, so, Hey, addicted to comfort. 
a man. Come on, dude, I'm what? one of those creature comfort creatures. I know it. I know it girl. keeps me from doing things I need to do. I know it does. And that's just one of them. You're so self-aware. My see, goodness. See, goodness. I probably should have said like nine. When did you become so self-aware? Uh, you know, just, Unreal. It's one of those things. I wrote the book. No, you I'm did. Kidding. You did. But no, you're yeah. right. You know, yeah. it's one of those things that mm-hmm. we're all we're all doing something now. We all have a flavor. We're addicted yes. to something. Maybe the term addiction might not fit. But there is something there that you love too much. Or that you have a problem with. Yeah. We all do. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Yes. Well, let's jump into okay. our last category. We're going right. to read a couple of questions, maybe three or four. And these are questions from the category to build self-confidence. So remember, we're becoming self-aware. The first category was talking about emotional awareness. Mm-hmm. The second was to begin to get us... Uh, to have an accurate self-assessment of who we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then this last category is for us to build self-confidence. So I like it. Tear us down and then build you back up. Come on, tear down, build <laughs> up. That's it. It's like you renovate mm-hmm. something. Sometimes you got to tear it. down those walls. It's going to look ugly for a little bit. That's it. But then it'll be better. It's going to look so good. Just mm-hmm. like HGTV when they're doing HGTV. those homes. HGTV. Come on, man. That's right. Man, so, we've done a lot of renovations in our marriage especially with the old house Ooh, those are some hard stuff we went i through. hate it's living, hard in living through renovations yes gosh you're just always uncomfortable because it's just just an unfinished just well and then there's mm. people working in your house you, mm. you know it's like uh yeah. you know? get out of my house i want my house right back. right yeah. but hey it's part of the process right to get to a certain mm-hmm. place and we can apply that mm-hmm to this topic of being self-aware. So read us yep, the first question out of the... I was uh, actually going to go to the second one, but do you want me to do the first one? Well, when I say read us the first you one, mean I just, just mean... like, yeah, first one out of my exactly mouth. That's exactly right. You're like so it. self-aware. My goodness. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wow. What challenges have you faced in the past that you're proud of mm, overcoming? I like that. What's your testimony? Boom. You I know, like that. You had a mess. Now you got a message. What is it? And why is that important? You know, I love that. Yeah. Because I love how this is bringing to light that you have overcome something. It's mm-hmm. a reminder. You know, sometimes we mm-hmm. forget where God has already brought us t- from, mm-hmm. what he's rescued us mm-hmm. from, how he's already uh, lifted us out of the muck and the mire of a yeah. situation. And so that's really good. That's a real good. That is good. You know, you talk about forgetting Yes, it's, and you know, you read scripture. You read about the Israelites, how they were um, taken out of Egypt. They're free, and then right. they, you know, they're in the wilderness, and they start murmuring again, and they forget what the Lord took them out of. That's and right. now they're they're complaining that they're free, and they got to do stuff on their own. How but, are you gonna complain that you're free? Ain't you that know, wild? That's how that's, people are. Isn't that what we do though? That's we right. forget what God. In the past, the things that he's helped us get through and overcome. Um, and then we hit something else. Here we are with another obstacle. And we're like, oh, I can't believe. We're like babies. We're like babies. Gosh. You know? Wow. We forget and we complain. And No, you're right. I mean, it's it's a trip. But I, I like that this question. Mm-hmm. And if you're following along, you know, write this stuff down. You can Definitely always look back down. on it and say, okay, what challenges has God already brought me through? Mm-hmm. So very, mm-hmm. very good. And share it with someone else because someone, they're going through something similar or, yeah. you know, trying That's to right. get out of. 
I love this next question. It says, what is the mistake you learned from the most? Mm. Ooh, we. Yeah. You know, we we don't intentionally want to make mistakes, but at the same time, mistakes can do so much for us. Mm -hmm. And think about that. What is... What is the mistake you learned the most from? How did it change you? How did it impact you? How did it teach you not to do those things again that brought you to that place? So it's a good reminder. It's a good confidence builder. And you begin to change your internal thinking. You go, wait a minute, wait a minute. I learned the last time I did that. It didn't turn out so well. So now... Uh, I need to change, switch things up a little bit. It's like a baby who's going to touch the hot stove. They ain't going to do it twice. Well, but you know what? Adults are <laughs> so learn. stupid. Sometimes I think adults are stupider than babies. Oh, 100%. Because 100%. We, we might repeat the same mistake several uh, times before yeah. we actually learn from yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. <sighs> Definitely. Oh, I have. Lord help us. <laughs> it's that we, we need to remember our, our history. Yeah. Remember our past. Remember the mistakes you made. Learn from them. And teach our children so that they yeah. don't have to go through the same stuff. That's what I tell, we try to tell our teenage girls. It's like, you know, we've been there. We went mm. through that. It wasn't good. So you shouldn't do that. But, you know, a lot of people have to learn for themselves. Yeah, everybody does. You know, and I just want to say, did you see how self-aware I was there a minute ago? What just When I just admitted I made the same mistake more than one time. Yeah, that I was, was just pointing that out. That that's good. That's, that's deep self-awareness. That is very deep self-awareness. Appreciate that. Yes. See, this conversation's helping me already. Mm. So you're probably up there with an eight, maybe. Maybe with an eight, maybe seven, eight. Eight and a half Seven, fish. eight, seven and a half. <laughs> very good. What's like next it. for us? All right. Um, when was the last time you said no and felt good about it? Ooh. Gosh, that's... Uh, mm. I don't always like to say no. I don't like to tell people no. I like yeah. to, you know, we're yes people. We like to get things done and, and do things well. And sometimes it's hard to get that word out to say, no, I can't yes. do that. Or, no, I'm not going to do that. Even right. though I could do that, I'm not. You know, us Southern people, we want to have excuses for reasons why we can't go to a party or reasons why we can't accomplish a task. And when there's not really an excuse, just saying no. Yeah. Because you yeah. don't want to do something that's hard. Very hard. And what do we end up doing? We end up lying. <gasps> lying Lord or doing us. the thing and then resenting. Yeah, resenting that we're doing <laughs> whoever it. Whoever we're doing it for. Oh, and my that gosh. doesn't do anybody no good. That ain't no good. But very, very good conversation. Very good questions. And I will end I will end us with one. End Remember, us. I hope you got something out of this, this whole idea of this conversation is so that we can begin to move towards operating out of a place of health. Remember, Mm -hmm. for us, it's always mind, body, and spirit. We want to be spiritually healthy, mentally healthy, emotionally healthy, physically healthy, and all of these things. Most of the conversations that we have are going to point back in one way or the other Mm -hmm. uh, to to this kind of topic. So in closing, last question, um, if you could offer advice to your teenage self, what would you say? Mm. Interesting. If you could offer advice wow. to your teenage self, what would you say? And I Ooh. I don't even know what I would say, but it's definitely food yeah. for thought and something would, to think about. I would say it's not that important. That mm. would be my thing because there are things like in that. teenage that you think is the end of the world. It's just, just 
gosh, Dramatized. that's true. Everything is just huge when you're a yeah. teenager. And then I think, you know, when you get older, you realize it those really, things really weren't that important. You know? Girl, you hit the nail mm-hmm. on the head. Mm-hmm. Where are you coming up? You're so self-aware. I don't know where it's going. How are you coming up with all this stuff? <laughs> it's, it's all I this think sh- you're eight or nine out a- of ten by Ooh, now. thanks. She's so self-aware, <laughs> y'all. You're pitiful. Well, I love that, and you're right. It really, you know, it's not that important. Um, Mm -hmm. Gosh, good stuff. Well, I hope you got something out of this. We hope that this hit home for you just a little bit. Remember, 2024, new year, new you, fresh start. Uh, And right here at the Junto Podcast, we're going to continue to have conversations Mm -hmm. that are hopefully an encouragement to you. We've got some other things that we're going to be announcing in the next couple of weeks. Uh, We're going to be doing some different types of things uh, in a live setting where we're going to be going live talking about some mental health things. We've got some mental health series that we're going to be doing uh, targeting depression and things of that nature. And remember, you can always find us at juntopodcast.com. Pick up a shirt while you're there. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time. Be blessed. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Junto Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find our link to YouTube and social media at juntopodcast.com. Remember to subscribe, like, and follow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.